Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what's going on? I'm waiting for Chris to say I can talk. You know, I, I maybe you just wanted I to told hear that you twice. music. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear one thing. Who is this, by the way? Is this just a generic music bed? Could we put Slayer underneath this for the nights that I'm filling in for Big Ben? <laughs> what do you think I'll, uh, about that? I'll throw that to Vito. I'll, I'll see if we can okay. get the imaging made for that. Yeah, Killing Fields or Dead Skin Mask. I don't know. One of the blood. two. Uh, that would work. That would be fine. I'd be good with that. That's a little bit different than, you know, Diddy, which I love for Big Ben's music. But, um, you know, we'll just liven it up a little bit. We could do that. We could look into that imaging. All right, 877 on Fox. We're talking about I'm going to get to the uh, most overrated NFL playoff team and the most underrated NFL playoff team, at least my opinion. You guys are more than welcome to check in on that. I'm sure... We're going to have a difference of opinion on, on a couple of these. But that's why I love those discussions is uh, there are going to be a lot of different answers for a question like that. 
But I was talking about the NFL MVP, and I want to get out to uh, Blind Seabass because he wants to weigh in on this thing. Uh, but one thing I will say real quickly is it's funny because off the air we were talking about Jordan and LeBron and it's, stay with me for a second. It's, oh, no, we got to do a Jordan-LeBron comparison over here. And it's, it, the only point is, like, Chris was talking to me about a promo that's running for Colin Cowherd, and he was talking about certain high-profile athletes sometimes uh, selling luxury items and what impact that might have on their likability. That was his thought, and it just got us talking about Jordan and LeBron. And the only takeaway is this. The unfortunate thing when there's a comparison like that, whoever you say is better, whoever you're you're saying this guy's better than the other guy, it seems like you're underselling the other guy, right? Like if you say Jordan's just better than LeBron, it just, depending on how far you take it, it seems to not hit the mark with how unbelievable LeBron is. All right, so if you take that and put it with the NFL MVP discussion, I have Aaron Rodgers as the MVP because he gave you elite production at the most important position. That's just more valuable. The only thing I dislike about those discussions is it seems to undersell the stud season that Derrick Henry had. He was amazing. He had a great season. But when you have those debates, it seems like you have to talk trash about the other guy you're not making your argument for. It's just one of these deals. I think this matters also. Green Bay has is a one seed in the NFC. They've got a bye. And the Tennessee Titans, they're scratching out a win. Scratching and clawing like Al Pacino in any given Sunday. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. That's what they were doing against the god-awful Houston Texans. And they were able to win the game and become a four seed, right? They they won the AFC South. That's nice. That's good. It's just not as good as the Packers being a one seed in the NFC. So when Aaron Rodgers is giving you production that is more valuable on a team that did better. It's Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. I don't want to undersell Derrick Henry, but Aaron Rodgers is the choice. Now with that, let me get out to uh, Blind Seabass wants to check in, I believe, on his guy Derrick Henry. And he wants to say, all right, everything that No said, just just forget all that because here's the real reason that Derrick Henry is the MVP. So you go ahead, Blind Seabass. What do you have for us tonight? Was on though. So yes, you know this was the quietest two thousand yard rusher that you know. I I mean I've watched football since I've been knee high to a grasshopper. You know, there's only been eight of them, and you know, fortunately in my lifetime I've seen three. But this has been the quietest one. But back to your argument with if you take Rogers or you take King Henry, I'm taking King Henry, and this is my reason why is because you look what the Titans did two seasons ago when they traded a seventh-round draft pick for a decent quarterback in Tannehill. They brought him to Tennessee. They worked out a deal with Miami that Miami pays him $5 million, Tennessee pays him 2 Now, Marcus was a, an okay quarterback, but you put Tannehill in there, and that elevated this team. The reason we're a four seed is because that god-awful defense of ours. But Derrick Henry should be the MVP. Without him, this team would not be where it's at. 
with the play action or even, as we call it here in Nashville, the king cat. I mean, this guy can do it all, but he doesn't get the respect and the credit because, unfortunately, is where he plays, and the league has no respect for Tennessee, even though they were one of the founding teams of the, the when they were the Oilers with Bud Adams. He was one of the founding members, and we still don't get no daggum respect. So come on, people, start paying your respect. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you checking in, Blind Scott. Uh, blind Scott, <laughs> I'm sorry, not Blind Scott. My bad on that one, but uh, I like the passion, and I love that he threw in a dad gum. That's one of my the words my dad has used ever since I can remember. Dad gum it anyway is what he would say, so I like that. And the power, it uh, went off on uh, New Year's Day. So Notre Dame, we're in South Bend, Indiana, so we love Notre Dame football, right? The power went off that day, and he sent me a handful of dadgummit text messages because it was a whole thing. So I like that. I'm partial to dadgum. So goodbye you, blind sea bass. But the thing is, here's the only thing I'll mention, is that it's not the MVP of the Titans. It's the MVP of the entire league. And although Derrick Henry has been incredibly valuable, he just hasn't been as valuable as Aaron Rodgers, who's giving you elite production at the most important position. That's really just what it boils down to. All right, with that, let me get it back out to the phones. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben here on Fox Sports Radio. Mark is in Minnesota, wants to check in. Mark, you're on FSR. What's going on, bud? Hello, buddy. Excuse me, I lost a tooth today, so I might be whistling. Which, which <laughs> tooth is it? Right, left front. Uh, I don't know what you call them. The, whatever it is, but the very front left one, huh? <laughs> I only got about. <laughs> what happened though? What's the backstory? What happened with the tooth being missing now? The rest are false anyway. <laughs> what? What? Mark, you got to let us know what happened with the missing tooth. I don't know. I bit down on a hard piece of candy, and I lost about half of it. That's oh, that's man, basically that's... it. That's a hard piece of candy. What was it? Was it good at least? Yeah, it was. It was a caramel, hard caramel. Oh, man, I love caramel. I haven't had that in a long time, but, yeah, that's good. Did you just, like uh, like a true Minnesotan, just kind of spit it out and be like, you know, I'm watching ball. I'll fix my tooth later. Was it that? Was that the reaction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> all right, what's on your mind, Mark? What do you have this uh. evening? Oh, first of all, I was going to say, we do. I live right off White Bear Lake. We do the polar plunge here every year. Sometimes it's about 10 below when they do it. And these people jump in that lake, and it, ooh, I won't do it. But some of these people do it. It's crazy. I almost had ooh. to do that jumping into Lake Erie. You know, I would have had to do the polar plunge if the Browns didn't make the playoffs in a five-year window. But they did, so I'm off the hook with that, Mark. That's good news for me. Well, what I wanted to say is that I kind of wish they would go for an MVP for defense and offense. You know, the, and call it MVP because that, that you know defense is an important part of the game. I I always wanted them to do that. I don't know why they don't. Well, they basically do, though, Mark. They've got the defensive player of the year. That's basically the defensive MVP. Well, it yeah, but they don't call it that. I mean, it should be. Called Plus, they have the offensive MVP. player of the year, too. So it's... Yeah. Yeah. You just want it to be the defensive MVP. You want that. Well, yeah. I, I think it would be proper. All right. 
Well, I appreciate oh, you checking in, Mark. I, I hope that now the tooth, it's okay. We got, what, fake teeth all over the place? You're in good shape now? It, you, I dumped him when you I think he's in good shape. Yeah. Well, just, I'll fill in the blanks. I'll do my Mark impression. Yeah, I'm in good shape now. All right, cool. You know? Let me go to Mitchell in Ohio. He wants to check in here. Uh, what's going on, Mitchell? Hey, what's up, Brian? Not much, bud. How you doing? Pretty good. I just wanted to say my prayers go out to Big Ben and his family. And I had a comment I wanted to make about the Cowboys and see if he agreed with it or not. But I wanted to comment on something else first. That's all right. And yeah, I think go you're. For it. Uh, I think you're taking it too easy on Eddie. See, I remember really? that night. You, yeah, I remember that uh-huh. night you guys made that bet. And I think that was either the same night or pretty close to it, where he called you an idiot. Oh yeah, he and went on. He went in on me, Mitchell. I'm glad you remember yeah. that. Yeah, the other night he told you you wasn't funny. So if it was <laughs> me, I'd send him out there in 20 degree weather and ask him who's laughing now. But <laughs> oh, it doesn't get too cold in SoCal, you know, LA. They don't really do 20 degree weather. So, but I I hear you. I could be that guy, Mitchell, but I'm not. I, I it's my, yeah. my Midwestern roots. I'm too nice sometimes, you know. Yeah, that's true. Eddie's yeah. all right, I guess. Yeah. I've well, he's my guy. I've got to look out for Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, I think the Cowboys, I'm kinda, I kind of like Andy Dalton because, like, my three favorite teams are, like, Cowboys above all. But then, I, you know, I live in Ohio, so I love the Bengals, too, and the Browns. But uh, so I'm kind of a fan of Andy Dalton. I like seeing him go to the Cowboys with he looked like garbage today, so I don't know if they can depend on him or not. But um, I kind of think, you know, if they're going to try to keep Dak, put that franchise tag on him. Because I never thought Dak was that great to begin with when he was asking for all that money. I, I, I didn't know what he was thinking asking for all that money myself. But if they want to keep him, I think they should uh, slap the franchise tag on him. And uh, if they don't keep Dalton or get Fitzpatrick or something to be a backup, then uh, I think they need to take a quarterback in the draft and I just wanted to see what you thought about that and maybe who they would take if they did well hey man I appreciate you checking in Mitchell and I appreciate your memory of the uh, condescending Eddie Garcia yeah uh, idiot was one of the terms <laughs> it's all good I didn't keep a journal and write it down and I don't have Eddie Garcia's face on my dartboard like you will pay for calling me an idiot Garcia I don't have anything like that going on well, um, you yeah. said something idiotic in my defense. <laughs> what? That the Browns were going to make the playoffs yes. in a five-year? Yes. But they made it. Yeah, but that was still, at the, as Ben would say, <laughs> Ben likes to say at the time I was right. At the time, you were wrong. <laughs> How? How? They made it in year two of this five-year window. I think it was year three. I don't think it's been two. No, it's only two years. No, I think it, No, I think it's three. It can't be just two. It's just two. Because I had three more years to go if they even made it and were a seven seed. That's how much of a softy I am, Eddie. It's like, yeah, okay, they expanded the playoff field. We didn't know that at the time of the bet. If they were the seven seed, I don't actually clinch the the win, right? I was willing to do that, but they got well, the you, six seed. I, I love how you're willing deal. to. You're, you're like patting yourself on the back yeah. for being a man of integrity. I am, I am a man of integrity over. I didn't have to do that. Vegas right, would have pat done yourself that. Vegas would have been like they it. made the playoffs. You no, pay up, Vegas. W- Vegas would have would have not had. You couldn't have changed the rules and then have the bet stand. <laughs> Don't give me that. 
I'm not changing the rules. They changed the format. I'm saying like, don't pat yourself on the back for being a being someone who was honorable. Yeah, idiot. Idiot. Yeah, yeah idiot. <laughs> I was right at the time. You know what else, Eddie? I don't know if you remember this. I doubled down. I said, I believe the Browns will make the playoffs multiple times within a five-year window. And you said, oh, yeah, that's great. No, that's great. Just double down on your idiocy and your craziness over here. So there, there were numerous like, uh, times that we went in on this thing. Good stuff. It, it is the, the foundation of uh, you and I doing radio together is this Browns bet. It gets referred to quite a bit. Really, no kidding aside. All kidding aside is <laughs> I will hear from random people on Twitter like, hey, man, you don't have to pay off the bet. Now I'm like, you remember that? That's awesome that you remember anything. Well, the, the bet thing actually works when the people actually stick to the bet. <laughs> Unlike some people who are on this show. You know, it's fun to make bets when the other person has to pay it off. And when they don't pay it off, then there's no point in doing it. What has been the worst non-bet payoff, right? Like the bet eluding, what would it be? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know. I've got my answer. Okay, what is it, I mean, he did did one where he was supposed to eat ranch dressing, which he he hates. We're talking about Ben, of course. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And he, there's video of this, and he did put it in his mouth, but then he spit it out into a trash can <laughs> and then claims that he didn't do it. It's on video. And then what's the what's the latest one, Coop? He is, he's well, not the, paying that off, too. Well, the, yeah, the latest one the, the, is- the, the bull testicles. The bull testicles, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he was supposed to eat bull testicles if the Nuggets made the playoffs, I believe. Right. And, the Nuggets beat the Clippers. Oh, I, that's right. That's we, we right. Had, yeah. We had a spot going for a while, an ad with him literally saying that was playing for about a good week. Yeah, yes. And instead, he got. Uh, so he's supposed to eat Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. And he got Rocky Mountain oyster jerky, which <laughs> I think is a cop out. It is. <laughs> and he says it's worse. Uh, so it's not worse. There's no way it could be. <laughs> How can worse. you know if it's worse if you never actually had Rocky Mountain oysters to compare it to? I, I know, I know, but but uh, you know, whatever. At least at least he's trying to be creative with his way of paying the bet. He also bet a hundred dollars that the Lakers were uh, was it gonna wasn't gonna win a championship before the Clippers. I think it was. Mm-hmm. To to Danny and I, and he didn't even bother trying to find a creative way out of that bet. Just straight up didn't. Didn't pay it off. Didn't pay it. I saw something a while ago from Danny G where he posted audio. Yeah, that's, that that's the one I'm thing. talking about. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yep. But Eddie is a man of integrity. So he will be doing the, not, I guess, the polar bear plop. No, is that there's, what we're there's no call polar it? bear because there's no, it never gets cold here. I mean, what, what's the opposite of a polar bear? Because, yeah, we don't have that in LA. What would it be? I have no idea. What's a creature that loves to sunbathe? Um, I don't know, like a pink flamingo or I something. I mean, the keep of the bear the, theme. The, it's the a gri- sloth bear, or, or you know, a grizzly bear, since that's on the California flag. Okay, we could go. We could go. Or we could bear. just not attach an animal to it. <laughs> how, about, how about the pink flamingo plop? <laughs> what do you th- oh, fine, sure. <laughs> We don't have any. Best I got. There's no flamingos around here either. Yeah, we do have some peacocks though where I live. We have peacocks. They they make a hell of a noise. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Can you mimic it? What is it like? I know I'm putting <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. You'll hear them in the morning. You'll be like, what the? Oh, it's a damn peacock. <laughs> I think it's a neighbor, right? No, it's the freaking no, peacock no, again. No, it's the peacock. Yeah. Interesting stuff. And they don't, right, move, hey, they don't move out of the road either when you're coming down the road. Really? They're yeah, fearless no, like they, that. Well, I don't know if it's that. I think, I think they're kind of stupid. But uh, yeah, they'll just sit there and be like, yeah, what are you going to do? Run me over? I'm a peacock. And <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. But some people might. I mean, yeah. Are they, are they warm weather creatures, peacocks? I assume so. I would assume, right? Yeah. I caught an interesting nugget. This is stupid, but since we're on the subject, I'll say it real fast. The show is stupid, so whatever. Yeah, there we go. Um, In Florida, around the holidays, and I'm sure it's still relevant right now, they were warning about um, falling iguanas. So they were expecting temperatures in like the 40s, I think. I don't know if it would drop in the 30s over there. But it was cold enough where they said some of these iguanas would just, they'd be stiff, and they're just going to fall out of trees. And they're like, stay away from the falling iguanas, because when they shake out of it, they're very aggressive. And uh, I thought that was a funny story. Isn't it supposedly true that more people in the world every year are killed by falling coconuts more than like shark attacks or something? (laughs) Yeah, some stupid thing like that, yeah. So I guess... uh, I don't know if it's the equivalent or something similar would be falling iguanas. I'm sure because all these crazy stories in Florida, someone has probably either died or suffered uh, big time damage with a falling iguana. There's got to be some weird story along those lines. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is your phone number. Feel free to hit us up. I will get right to you, Mel or Militia. Okay, we get to this also. I want to weigh in. Who is the most overrated team in the NFL playoffs? I'll get to the most underrated team a little bit later on, but who's the most overrated? It is a photo finish in my mind with two teams that are being trumpeted galore. We'll get to that next. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. 
The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We need to grow the Maller Militia. This is the program of the people, by the people, for the people. Let's help bring new listeners to the Magic Radio box as we burn the midnight oil. If you'd like to help, please just post messages about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. Word of mouth advertising is invaluable. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Big Ben, it's Brian No. Thank you, Eddie. You know, it just dawned on me. Mitchell in Ohio, he checked in, and he asked me a direct question, and I never gave him a direct answer. So I'll give him my Cliff Notes version here. He asked me, he was like, yeah, Andy Dalton looked like garbage on Sunday against the Giants, and then he started talking about Dak Prescott and what would you do in terms of a long-term contract extension and all of that. I'll go brief on this because... This has been talked about a lot, and it will continue to be talked about a lot in the offseason. I would not back up the Brinks truck for Dak Prescott. I think he's a good quarterback. I do. I think he is a good player, but you have to pay him elite money. I just would not do that. I look at the Patriots. The Patriots weren't paying Tom Brady elite money. Do you think for a second if Dak Prescott was a Patriot, 
and the Patriots were faced with the decision of paying him around $37 million a year. Can you see New England doing that at all? There's no way they would do that. Like, here's the thing. I think that desperation um, most of the time is a bad thing. Every now and then, if you're just desperate for success and maybe you put in the work, maybe you make some things happen, it turns out to be a good thing. But I think more times than not, when you are desperate, and the Cowboys are, make no mistake about this, you start making some bad decisions and you start overextending yourself in instances. And that's what Dallas has already done. The contract they gave to Ezekiel Elliott, pure desperation. And look at where it stands now. They're in a bad spot with Ezekiel Elliott, who is still a good player, but he is not worth what he's getting paid. And if you look at Dak Prescott, if you back up the Brinks truck for him, and he is not giving you the return on your investment, meaning his production doesn't match his payments, that's a huge problem. So no, I'm not going in that direction. If you look at the draft, 10th overall pick, I don't know if Trey Lance would still be there. I don't know if they'd have to move up to get him, but I'm looking to do that. I would rather, if I have to move up and use some draft capital to do so, I would do that instead of paying Dak Prescott huge money, like elite money. I'm not paying elite money for a non-elite player. It just doesn't make sense to me. But because of the desperation and the Cowboys wanting to get back to a Super Bowl and win it, they're like, we're willing to do anything. Like, just just make it happen over here, Dad Gummit. You know, no, 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 no. You got to be wise. And look, there are people that make desperate decisions. I've said this before. You ever see people in normal times at the bar when it's about three a.m. and they're about to close down, or whenever the closing time is in your area of the country, and you'll see those guys that are like, all right, all right, I got to find a female over here, and they make some bad decisions because they're desperate. Football teams are the same way. And the Cowboys have already made some desperate decisions. I wouldn't compound that by signing Dak Prescott to a huge contract. It's funny because now he's almost this sympathetic figure because he tore up his ankle, and I feel horrible for the guy. He goes about his business. He's mature. He's professional. I love Dak Prescott. What he brings to the table. Like the attributes, I just don't love the production. It doesn't match what you have to pay him. But because he hurt himself, it's like we're being he's being graded on a curve. Like the evaluation is it's almost Alex Smith like in a way. We have all this admiration for Alex Smith gutting it out and coming back from seventeen surgeries, and we don't look at him like playing pretty pedestrian football at this stage. He's not throwing the ball downfield. Had a costly pick against the Eagles. Didn't have a great game. But because of what he's gone through, it's like, ah, the production, we're not really going to pick him apart. And It's like, if you look at Dak, the team was 1-3 to begin the year. They were bad with Dak, not just bad since they lost Dak. So, no, I'm not paying that guy elite money. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now, Brian, if you're going to have a segment on this, we can save this discussion for later. Uh-huh. But 
usually the Monday after the final Sunday oh, of the yeah. regular season means Black Monday. That's right. And coach is being blown out. Now, Adam Gase was fired after the Jets lost to the Patriots, so there's one already gone. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien was fired during the season. Romeo Cornell, interim coach, not expected to be a candidate for that job. Mm-hmm. You had Matt Patricia blow, blown out by the Lions during the season. Uh, Daryl Bevel was the interim coach. I don't think he's expected to be a candidate for that job. And in Atlanta, Dan Quinn fired during the season. Raheem Morris took over. He did okay. I'm not sure that he's a big candidate for that job either. So you've got the Jags out there. We think they're going to fire Doug Marone. Looks like Anthony Lynn in L.A. somehow is going to keep his job. Which Really? I, yeah, I don't understand that at all. But that Woo. the word is in L.A. Uh, is that he's going to be around for at least another year. So... We know the Jets have a vacancy, as I mentioned. You've got uh-huh. the Texans, you've got the Lions, you've got the Falcons. And we know Eric Bieniemy and Robert Sala are the two big names mm-hmm. within the NFL. Um, maybe Jim Harbaugh, some other coach, Urban Meyer, we've heard his name out there as well. So yeah. Black Monday, I think, is only going to have one name on it. I think it's going to be Doug Marone of the Jags. Is there anyone else I am missing that you can think of? I'm just surprised that they're going to keep Anthony Lynn. I They've too. won their last four games, but they lost to the Patriots 45 to nothing. I'm like, I, I think that's it for him. I think he's done. They're going to go in a different direction. Well, the, the, for what it's worth, the players, including Justin Herbert, are publicly backing him. And let's be honest, the Chargers organization uh, is pretty cheap. Their, uh-huh. their ownership doesn't want to pay. The word is, ben, ben said this about a month ago, he had heard that they were going to keep him because they they were cheap. They didn't want to pay a coach for not wow. coaching. Uh, look, he, I think he's a he's a really great guy. I think he's a, I probably too. a really good position coach. Yeah. But I watch the Chargers a lot because my wife is a season oh, ticket man. holder, and he made a lot of really awful decisions with the clock and time management. He took over as special teams coach, and that was the week before the Patriot game, and their yeah. special teams got worse. Uh-huh. And another thing no one seems to remember, he didn't want to start Justin Herbert. He only started him because of the doctor in, injecting uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor and puncturing his lung because he was adamant that Herbert wasn't ready. And so clearly his evaluation of talent isn't very good because Herbert stepped in and was great right from the start. So Oh, yeah. And I made a big deal out of this on my, my weekday show in Portland because there are a lot of Oregon Ducks fans over there. And Herbert, for playing the defending Super Bowl champs, the Chiefs, and being told... I don't know, a few seconds or a minute before the game, like, hey, kid, you're playing today. All things considered, he played really well. And Anthony Lynn, after that, he was like, well, I mean, you guys don't see practice. You don't see some of the mistakes he's making. He's very dismissive of the performance. And then Tyrod Taylor wasn't cleared to play the next week, and the story completely changed. It was like, this guy, I think he's got what it takes, Justin Herbert. It's like, wow, dude, really? You're just crushing the dude. A day before when you thought Tyrod Taylor was coming back. Yeah, man, I'm just like you. I think that, listen, he's a good dude. The players love the guy. But the in-game clock management, some of the decisions, it was the Falcons game where they had a running play before halftime with no timeouts and the clock just ran out. And he's like, oh, we can't run the ball like that. It's like, dude, you're the head coach. You got to figure that out before you call the running play, right? But if you hear the offensive coordinator call that, you got to do something about it. So no, I don't think he should be the coach remaining. But to answer your question, Eddie, yeah, you might be right. It might just be Doug Marone. I guess you would attach the interim head coaches 
right? If they say they're not going to bring back Romeo Cornell, or they're not going to bring back Daryl Bevel, I guess they would be included, wouldn't they? I mean, it's sort get of a, like get a, a courtesy week. interview. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. And no, I'll, just on on Black Monday, if oh, if the Texans being, in Detroit said we're not bringing yeah. back these interim head coaches, would they be lumped in with Black Monday? I don't think so. I don't. I think it's uh, it has to be a, a head coach. Yeah, the start of the season that gets fired. I think that. I mean, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Doesn't mean right, right. right. That's yeah, that's true. Black Monday, right there. You know, um, yeah, might just be Doug Marone. How about that? I saw something else where it's not just Urban Meyer that Jacksonville is targeting. If they don't get him, they're expected to go after Ryan Day from Ohio State. And it's like, what is, is Shad Khan like a a low-key Buckeyes junkie or what what is it? Seriously, like why why are they targeting coaches that have Buckeye roots? I don't get I don't know why they're doing that. I I, I just don't know what the fascination is. Urban Meyer is a good head coach obviously, but I don't know why it's like if not Herb Ryan Day, you know, O-H-I-O. Okay, all right, strange, strange stuff. All right, 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Feel free to hit us up. I promise to get to this right around the corner. Who's the most overrated team now that the NFL playoff field is set? I will will look at the tail of the tape between two very strong candidates – for the most overrated team moniker. That's on the way. I'm Brian No In for Big Ben, this is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We need to grow the Maller Militia. This is the program of the people, by the people, for the people. Let's help bring new listeners to the Magic Radio Box as we burn the midnight oil. If you'd like to help, please just post messages about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. Word of mouth advertising is invaluable. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Brian No. Thank you very much, Eddie. Okay, so I've been uh, teasing this. Finally time to pay it off, baby. Who is the most overrated team in the NFL playoffs now that we have the playoff field set? And uh, I've got two teams that are right at the top of the list. The Bears. I don't have the Bears because here's the deal. When we're gauging overrated, underrated, you have to start off with how are they rated by the masses? You have to start off with the popular the mainstream opinion on any team. So take the Bears, for instance. Chris just played the drop. What's the mainstream opinion on the Bears? It's like, uh, it's not that great. Mitch Trubisky stinks, basically. They're not expected to do anything great. So they're not a candidate to be overrated. They're not rated highly by the masses to begin with, right? So you have to start with that. Like, how are they rated? Are people gushing about a team and like, whoa, look out for this squad? Or are they really down on a team like this team stinks? Like, The Washington football team is not a candidate to be overrated because nobody rates them highly to begin with. So you have to start with that. So with that, there are two teams 
The first one, the Green Bay Packers. Overrated. Now, I will reveal cliffhanger if I have them as the most overrated. But why are they overrated? Here are their overrated credentials, okay? Now, people are high on the Packers. Number one seed in the NFC. They look at Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be the MVP. You can make your argument for Derrick Henry. Great, fine. It's the lesser argument. Aaron Rodgers is going to win it. He's been elite at the most important position. He's been amazing. 48 touchdown passes. Devontae Adams is a stud. So, yeah, they've got assets. They have strengths. But like all of these playoff teams, they have deficiencies. They're giving up over four and a half yards per rush on the season. That's way too much. They're going to face some teams that maybe they aren't trailing. And maybe they don't have to throw the ball to get back in the game with the Packers late, and they can rely on their running game, and they can just pound the rock. That's an issue for the Packers. And then also, if you watched a little bit of that Packers-Bears game, a legit number two receiver, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, had an easy walk-in touchdown, Butterfingers. Right through the wickets. So if Devontae Adams is held relatively in check, which does happen in the playoffs. There are a lot of defensive coordinators. They do what Belichick does. They don't let you win with your best punch, with your best asset. The best asset for the Packers offensively in terms of who Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball to is Devontae Adams. Look at Belichick. When they're facing the Chiefs, it's like, oh, you like to throw to Tyreek Hill. Guess what you won't be doing today? Oh, you like to throw to Travis Kelsey. Guess what we're going to take away from you? That's what a lot of D coordinators do. Now, easier said than done with Devontae Adams, but it can be done. So if he is held in check, then what do you have? You've got Alan Lazard and MVS and no one that's going to make you shake. So yeah, I find the Packers to be overrated. Because I don't hear anything that's negative about that team. It's all about their strengths instead of their deficiencies. They've got some flaws as well. Now, this is risky by me because they're a one seed, and that's a huge advantage getting that by. Now, the other overrated team, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, let's look at their credentials over here. Okay, so I hear this. Oh, wouldn't want to face the Baltimore Ravens. No, thank you. No way. Look at them and what they're doing. They're playing some good football here as of late. Okay, let's look at that. Let's look at this little winning streak from the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, ooh, they beat the Bengals today. Whoa, impressive win. Oh, they also beat the Giants, who finished 6-10. and They throttled Jacksonville, who won one game, and they beat the Cowboys. Those are four of their five wins. They've won five straight. And they beat the Browns in that overtime thriller. And the Browns have their warts too, and a lot of people don't expect them to do much of anything come playoff time either. That's who the five wins have been against. Tampa has won four straight games against suspect competition. Who's saying, whoa, look out for Tampa. Wouldn't want to face them. They've won four straight against lackluster opponents. No one says look out for Tampa, but I'm hearing this left and right with Baltimore. Baltimore is the most overrated team in the playoffs. I say bring them on. I'm not scared of them at all. Look at his track record. Lamar Jackson has screwed up in the playoffs. 
The Ravens collectively have been a disappointment come playoff time. They're on the road as a five seed. Yeah, bring them on. I'm not worried. I think they're the most overrated. Your comments, feel free to check in. All right, coming up next, the NFL team that might be doing an impression of a college team. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.